Well, Global News has confirmed that in-class learning will resume in the province as of January 17th. The Ford government, of course, decided last week to close schools with surging COVID cases, which has also seen a jump in hospitalizations. Merritt Stiles is the education critic for the Ontario NDP and joins us now here on Global News Radio. Merritt, good afternoon. Appreciate you being here. Oh, it's a pleasure. All right. Your reaction to this news, the kids will be back in class next week. Well, you know, I think, uh, I, you know, like a lot of a lot of us parents, I have mixed feelings. I am, uh, uh, as a parent, I'm, you know, I know my kids uh, benefits from being in school in person. And uh, I've been calling on the government. Uh, you know, I was hoping the government wouldn't be in a position where they had to close schools <laughs> uh, for two weeks. So I, I want my kid back in school, but I got to say, I'm feeling um, a little nervous also. I think like a lot of parents and students and others out there, uh, that there isn't going to be the testing and reporting. And it's also pretty clear the government uh, just doesn't seem that ready uh, to be able to sort of convince parents, I think, like me and like others, that, that schools are actually uh, not going to become sources uh, of outbreaks. Yeah, let's talk a bit about that uh, in terms of uh, testing, because we are hearing that once kids are back in school, back in class, Merritt, there will be no more, for the most part, notifying students in classes when there's a positive case. Uh, just how worrisome, how problematic is that? Well, I think the problem, the biggest problem, I mean, there's a lot of issues there, but one of the things is it pushes the responsibility and all those difficult decisions back on parents again. And, you know, I, I got to say, I, I really do feel for every all the families out there who've been having to decide, you know, uh, we hear a rumor that there's a kid who's sick and I don't know, and do I send my kid to class or not? Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. And it also, I have to say, there's also a part of this that, that bothers me that, that, that we as a, as, as a province and a city, we're not going to know how things are really going. And I worry that, that it's very tempting for governments to keep that information kind of quiet. I, I think we would all benefit from more reporting and more transparency and also more accountability for government. Okay. Do we also have to have faith in the uh, vaccines and vaccines for kids yeah. and the fact that uh, medical uh, professionals tell us overwhelmingly that yeah. uh, COVID does not affect children as severely or for the most part uh, as it does uh, adults? Well, you know, I, I'm, I, I think we need to also recognize that not a lot of our younger kids are vaccinated yet. Um, we are way behind. We're behind a lot of the other provinces, actually. Uh, I wish the government had pushed a whole lot harder. I think there was an opportunity in the fall, but over the holidays in particular, to really push hard uh, to get more kids uh, vaccinated uh, and to get them those second doses. It is. It, we need to be moving quick on this. And so, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. Vaccination is, we know vaccination is the answer, right? We've got to get as many people vaccinated as possible. But we are finding that people are more hesitant, even people who themselves are fully vaccinated are hesitating to get their kids vaccinated. And so, um, you know, we really need to move that along. And I, I mean, again, I, I think that what's worrying me is that we have and what I'm hearing from parents overwhelmingly is a concern about just what they won't know, uh, what we don't know, what they don't know. Um, I, I want and I think that's the problem with this government and the way they've handled all this is people aren't feeling uh, very confident right now. And that's a problem. 
want to ask you too about uh, teachers because we're seeing a labor shortage, as you well know, everywhere affecting so many industries. Uh, the healthcare indus- industry, uh, chief amongst them, that we're having problems uh, staffing uh, hospitals. Are you confident that there's a plan in place right now, Merritt, to make sure that there's enough teachers and enough educators? Oh, I mean, I think this is where things may fall apart, right? As we're seeing, um, unfortunately, in healthcare, uh, even ambulances, emergency services, like we are seeing this everywhere, and that is. Uh, certainly um, going to affect schools as well. Uh, and, you know, uh, unfortunately, um, this is not a government that's been planning very well around that. We just got word that in the last 24 hours that they've worked out a deal to try to uh, be able that, to allow retired teachers to come back for more days. But again, retired teachers tend to be older teachers who are going to maybe feel less comfortable and confident in uh, a classroom in this moment, too. So it all is all very complex. But I do feel that the government really dropped the ball there. And I guess the other piece of it is that we've got a lot of teachers that I'm hearing from who feel who are exhausted, who feel um, who themselves have, you know, been through illnesses in their families, who have little kids at home. And it's nobody is dealing with just one issue here. So a lot of teachers, I think I fear that we've also driven away a lot of uh, good teachers and and good future teachers, Uh, those teacher candidates, those those young people that are were excited about teaching and are feeling, I think, a little bit um, left behind. So having said all of this, uh, Merritt, would you, the NDP, like to see pause continue on in-class learning for the next little while? Or is it time for kids, do you think, to return to the classroom next week? And does the reward of that kind of outweigh some of these risks? One of what, what, what we've always said, and I'll say it again, is, is we want kids to be back in school in person. That's got to be a priority. And Unfortunately, I think what the government announced today may result in kids going back into lockdown again. And that's what I'm worried about. I, I, we need kids to be in and in for good. And we don't need the government to be you know, doing half measures uh, that then result in more school closures down the road. And I think that's what we've seen from this government over and over. It's why Ontario has the worst record for closing uh, schools in the country. Uh, we've done a terrible job in this regard. And and so I'm really worried that we'll open and we'll close again. And I, I hope that the government will um, will listen and will really rush to put in place the supports that are needed. I'm not seeing it in classrooms and uh, I'm hearing from school boards that they aren't seeing it either. All right. Got to leave it there for now. Merritt, appreciate the time as always. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. All right. Merritt Stiles is the education critic for the Ontario NDP. And we're back after a break here on Global News Radio. Stay with us. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.